Welcome to episode 39. I apologize for the technical difficulties that we were having behind the scenes, uh, but I'm glad that some of you showed up today and stuck around because uh, I guess this show is not starting at 2. It's uh, my time anyway, but 2.20? It's weird. Anyways, it would have started on time, but we had a lot of things going on. Uh, and we're here now. That's the good thing. And I want to welcome yep. everyone to the show today. Everybody watching live, thank you for being here on YouTube. And those of you listening after the fact on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you can stream a podcast, you can find the Games Talk Live podcast. So I want to welcome someone who I've had the pleasure of knowing for a while. Uh, it's been a few years now. And like, he's, I think like three years. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's a gamer turned content creator. You can find him right here on youtube and yes even on tiktok yeah um explain yourself no please welcome my good friend xbox obi welcome man hey hey man thanks for having me i was uh actually super excited when i saw that message when you invite me on i was like I gotta call my mom. I gotta tell my wife. Call my mom. Fonz bon, bon, wants me on a show, man. That's is super cool. It's an honor, man. Because you know, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited to be here, and I I think I'd be a little bit n- more nervous, but I know you, and I talk to you on a day to day basis almost, and so it, like you said, it's just two friends, you know, talking gaming. So you know what the secret no is, deal. really, Obi, with, with being nervous on all this stuff. Like, um, you're not really just picture you naked. No, you're not really going to get over it. It's kind of like the Hulk when he says he's always angry. Well, yeah. you're, I'm always nervous. I always am on this show. Like yeah. right now, I, I've got nerves in me, but I don't care. I just, you know, I, I try to get over it just to let everything flow, just have good conversation with people, especially people that I like. That's usually who I bring on the show anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't bring somebody on that I don't like. That's for sure. But I want to welcome everybody in the chat. We've got a bunch of great people. We've got Mav from Fun Speculation. Hargeet, uh, what's up? Uh, Muppet, 1169 in the chat. The Fifth Horseman. Gone Mad. George Foreman. Oh, no. George Foreman's here. Awesome. Uh, great boxer. Big Mad Mo in the house. Thank you for being here. Uh, Toolman. Uh, Mr. Joanna Dark. Fl- Flash Gordon. You know, it's funny. Somebody posed a question on Twitter the other day, and they said, can you remember the first time you went to the theaters and what was the movie you watched? And it was Flash Gordon. It was actually a double feature for me. Uh, wow. Flash Gordon with Xanadu. Most of you probably don't know what that is, but the most me. I've ever seen from uh, Flash yeah. Gordon was from the movie Ted. But you know, basically, I just dated myself. You know, uh, yeah. yeah, I was a little kid. Obviously, my parents couldn't get a sitter because I don't know why I would be there watching those movies at such a young age. I was like five or six at the time i don't know but i remember it i I vaguely remember being there watching those things uh those movies anyways this is a gaming podcast so we're going to talk about will smith no i'm just kidding we're not going to talk about will smith um keep his name out your (laughs) yeah 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 keep 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 the name out your mouth um but we're going to talk about some cool things here obi but first off i want to talk about you a bit uh of course we've already just you know told people that we've known each other for a few years now but now that you're a content creator here on youtube let everybody know a little bit about your channel man um so basically i guess i can go back to when i first met all of you guys um i was stuck in this loop of playing i think it was destiny i was stuck in this loop of playing destiny i was with you yeah me too and i've i was starting to get to the point where i was just bored of gaming and i had 
all my friends were only multiplayer only. So I, that's all I ever played through all of the Xbox 360. It was either Battlefield 3 or 4. I mean, that was it or Battlefield Bad Company. I never touched like anything else that entire Xbox 360 generation. I missed out on so many games. And then I got to the point where I started, you know, me and my friends started not getting along. And once you don't have any friends Ooh. that you, you know, you play with, day to day you're like oh god you know you started getting bored and then i stumbled across a video of uh dealers back when he had like i don't know, 500 subscribers maybe really it was that long ago huh it, wow. it was i mean i don't know how it happened but it was it was i hit saw his video and then that trickled down where you start seeing everybody else's videos and i was like it got me vitalizing the gaming where i had like such really long drives to work and so to be able to listen to people like say positive things about xbox the platform i was on that anytime you listen to any like the major ign shows all they did was just shit oh. on xbox 24 7 especially so, back then it was bad. yeah it was bad yeah and so even i did I, it a lot you know but i started listening to him and i was like so pumped whenever he released a video and then colt came along and then they started their podcast and then I became just like this huge fan and even other dudes in the community who we don't necessarily talk about anymore. But I uh, one day decided, you know what? I'm going to do that fan thing. I'm going to reach out to a dealer on Xbox. And, you know, he replied and joined a party with him for like 10 minutes one time. And I thought, oh, that was cool. You know, I was I was excited. Even to my wife, I was like, I was just in a party with a dealer. And she's like, who the, f like, this dude's a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and you shouldn't. And uh, so I got in a party chat with him again, like a week later. And then I met, I think I met you and uh, Lethal and Zocker and mm -hmm. the rest. Of, we've been like yeah, and best I, friends ever and since. And I think, I, th I think at that time I was like, who is this kid? Like I, I was, I was messing with you, you a bit saying, you, you, you were sound like you're 16 I was 19 years old. No, yeah, it was 19. 19. I think you said yeah, like yeah. 19 year old. What are we doing? Letting this 19 year old in this party. I'm like this motherfucker. I'm like 24, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I mean, not far off, but hey, at least that mic is making you sound a little bit more. Uh, so, yeah. It sounds like, you know, you got a little bit more bass in your voice. Let's just say that. You know, I was going to say something <laughs> else, but your mom might be watching. So shout out to her. No, she is. She already said that in the chat. Oh, She's wow. Here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> our good friend Luca, who we've met uh, in, in this uh, community, she sent a, a super chat and said, uh, my boys, with the exclamation yeah. marks. Thank you. And I want to give a shout out to the guy who uh, gave me a thumbs down because I had this program to where I can see the thumbs up and thumbs down happen live. And it's funny because it like flies off the screen. So I see this big thumbs down fly off the screen and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, you guys, of course, can't see thumbs down anymore, but they're there. A lot of people don't know this, that me and Lupa had a like four or five episode podcast together about TV shows. Yeah. I don't know if people don't know that. And uh, we were supposed to do one for The Witcher season two, but mm. I think we both binged it way too quickly. Yeah. It was, I, I thought it was pretty good, the season two anyway. Um, not so much with the Halo TV show so far. I uh, can't say anything really that positive, but we're not going to talk about that today. Uh, what we're going to do today is something that uh, I like to call Five Questions. Obi. Five questions. You know the game. I'm gonna and it's fail funny. 
Obi told me on the phone last night, he goes, you know, I, I, I can't wait to be on the show, but to be honest, I'm not that good at trivia. And I said, you know what? To be honest, I'm not either. But here I am putting people on the spot. The spotlight's on you. It's hot right now. You're feeling it. And now I'm going to give you some questions to go along with that. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but we'll get through this. And uh, let, let's let's get it done. So Is it multiple choice? Uh, unfortunately, not today. <laughs> Sometimes I do have those, but not today. I'm going to try to go a little easy on you. No. Gaz says, don't go easy on this mother beach. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Gaz. But no, let's start off with the first question. In Mass Effect, what is the, the default first name given to either your male or female Commander Shepard? You can just give me one. Commander Shepard. The, the, the default first name. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I have, uh, I don't know, because I skipped through all that part just to get playing. I just kept hitting A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A. Wow, so you were A-A-A-A-A Shepard? <laughs> I think so. That's wrong, sir. It's either John or Jane. So I thought you were going to get that. That's kind of it. Well, no, I've, I've played that game as fast as I could. All right, here's one that hopefully you get. Name the protagonist in the original Gears of War that released back in 2006. Who's the main protagonist? Gears of War. As the queen. No, the main protagonist. Uh, not the antagonist. Oh, oh, my bad. Marcus Phoenix. You got one. Look at that. My the bad. queen. The queen. I was thinking of the queen. Queen bitch. Lucky I didn't hit that buzzer right away. <laughs> you got one. All right. So even if you go home today with one right, you still did as good as a lot of other people <laughs> on the show. So, hey, you did about as good as Asa so far. Lucas Shout out says, to Asa. Call me in. Call me in. In total... Yeah, you probably won't get this, but take a stab. In total, how many Resident Evil games are there? Nine. There's actually 28. There's 28 Resident Evil games in total. Damn. So it's, yeah, it's insane. All right. Here's your last trivia question before we get to the subjective question, which I could still say is wrong or right because, hey, I'm the host of the show and I have that power. So, October 14th, 2008 was the release date for this action horror game developed by Visceral Games and published by Electronic Arts and has you play as protagonist Isaac Clark. What game was that? And here's a hint, a remake is coming. Oh, um, is Dead Space. Correct, sir. Dead Space. So you got two right. All right. Here's the subjective question. We can shut the music off for this. Favorite gaming experience of all time. Could be favorite game or experience that you've had surrounding a game. Let us know. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, that's your favorite game? Tell that's, us a bit why. Uh, why? Because that is the game that got me out of the Destiny Battlefield slump. That was you know, the first single-player like game that I played in in years, and I sunk like 280 hours into it. As someone who's a big single-player fan, I accept that answer, sir. So you got three out of five right. Look at that. 
See, I thought I was going to Obi, get... look at that. You yeah. thought you were going to do worse? Give it up for him, guys. He, he was awesome. You did great. Now, we're going to go on to something else here. Go. For us, this is really about a place where Xbox fans come every year to meet each other and uh, to see the new games coming. place where Xbox fans come every year to meet each other and uh, to see the new games coming. Not this year, Phil. Not this year. Uh, the reason why I played that, that was my E3 hype video for uh, last year. But there will be no digital event either this year. So no physical event. You're not going to be able to meet anybody. Uh, stay home, people. You know, there's still a lot of bad stuff in the world. But no digital event. E3 is completely canceled. Obi, is, is, is what? What does this say to you? How do you feel about this? Um, if Microsoft didn't own their own theater, I'd be really upset about this because that means there probably won't be no show. But I feel like just around the corner, we're gonna see them announce that they're still going to do something themselves. But as far as all the you other mean publishers like go, Xbox, yeah, 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 just Xbox. I could care less about EA and ubisoft events because really? those are those are really they're never really good i mean you, you want to tune into i mean last year we tuned in an event and all we saw was uh that rainbow six uh extraction and everybody was you know uh you know yeah there's we usually, were in a party together yeah you're we were, right Ugh. there's usually like one or two games each company shows but still as a gamer i like to see the show i like to see what they I, do yeah i always have them on there. yeah um but uh you know we're always just in a party chat you know, talking with each other, playing games and have that on in a separate TV. We're never really paying attention, but the only show that we're all quiet in, we all say, shut up, don't spoil anything for each other is, uh, <laughs> that's true. We do the Xbox show. And, uh, I feel like since they own their own theater that they still might do something. And I know that they pride themselves in doing that. So I feel like they're going to come out within the next couple coming weeks and say, Hey, we're going to do something. Yeah, of course. Yeah. At summer think game fest. Well, the Summer Game Fest with uh, Jeff Keighley, of course. We're stuck with that, unfortunately. Um, I'd rather have E3 over Jeff Keighley's event, personally, just because it, it, there's never really anything that huge for Keighley. I mean, look, in hindsight, him getting the whole Elden Ring thing and what Elden Ring has become, uh, the be yeah. behemoth it's become, it's not so Hell niche yeah. anymore. In hindsight, that was truly awesome that he had that. But we, we didn't know any better as non-Souls fans, you know. Exactly. Um, <laughs> now we How love many the game. We spend in a party chat playing oh, that game once. Yeah, too many, and and I, I think people have heard way too much about this game. That's why I'm not going to sit here and just gloat on the game. But it's sad that we don't have an E3, even a digital event, because uh, 
you know, that's everybody says it. It's like the gamers Super Bowl. You know, every year yeah. we get that. We get to sit around and watch that, or even attend when it is. You know, when people are able to attend. And I, I would like to go someday. Hopefully, it's yeah. not gone forever. But here's the thing: they're saying now that it it will be back next year, it, both in person and digitally. You know, but uh, man, with all these companies finding out that they could do their own thing. They not they don't really need E3. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of scary that, that it could potentially just go away? Like why would people pay to to have their games shown there if they could do their own events? Exactly. And cheaper. And yeah. it's way cheaper for them. And to know that even if there is an in-person event, it's never going to be that experience that of the years prior, you're never going to have that same experience of having every publisher there, Sony and Microsoft, everybody, you know, it's mm -hmm. never going to be the same. Uh, Gamers watch says, let's say thanks to Jeff Keeley for saving video games, sir. I know you are just playing with that. Just no, no. Uh, anyways, but yeah, it's not going to be a thing. Uh, it's sad, but you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, we're so gonna... what, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Go what's ahead. Your, yeah. What's your E3 ritual that you have? E3 you have ritual. Uh, usually, uh, lately, the past couple E3s, I've sat in party chats with you guys, and we've just watched it together and both sat there shaking our heads at some games. And holy <laughs> crap, uh, Hargeet? No, man. Uh, Hargeet. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah. Mm. Damn. Uh Hargeet. Uh yeah. Uh that's yeah. Mm, that's crazy, man. Um that's see, awesome, bro. The, the, this is why um there's so many um good people in this community. Uh met Hargeet um just recently, maybe last year. And he's an awesome dude. Like uh, just talking to him and everything and then meeting him in a party chat. It's an amazing guy. And here he is with a super chat. Um, that's insane. Like, bro, you didn't need to do that. But uh, he says, adding some funds to your move budget, bro. And for the chat, Xbox Tiny Tina's Wonderland Chaotic. He drops the code there. Guys, pick it up. Hargeet. Honestly, you didn't have to drop that. that that's, that's amazing. Like, thank you. But, um, yeah, man, you're a good friend. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, that's, yeah. Uh, look, thank you. This community is awesome. Um, I've said yeah. it before. I, I'll say it forever. There's, there's some bad apples in the bunch, but, you know, a few bad apples don't spoil the orchard, you know. Nope. I was just saying and, that uh, today on Twitter. There's, there's these clicks of groups in this community that are amazing, right? You have uh, Wilmy's uh, yeah. Gaming Beyond the Box channel. You have Fun Speculation. And groups like that are just so fun to be around because they just, no matter what, they're always positive about everything Yeah, and yeah. within their own group. And they're just gamers. And those are the people I love to surround myself around. Even though I get into it, Mav, about the Halo stuff, I still, I just, I love that group of people. Yeah. And, and just for context, you know, I, I am going through a lot of stuff right now. And, yeah, um, that definitely helps, uh, Hargeet. And for those listening, 
dropped a $400 super chat and it didn't need to do that. But because I'm not one to ask people, you know, for help. Uh, I'm not one to ask people uh, for money, but you know, there's good people in the world that just give and Hargeet's one of those guys. He's always giving in chats all the freaking time. If not money, he's dropping codes like nobody's business. And you're just ama- you're an amazing person. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, yeah. So you railroaded the show a bit, Hargeet. Damn it. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, 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 For it good, good cause, though. Good, very good cause. Um, this next topic has to be discussed. Um, Obi, I purposely waited until it was announced. Uh, I didn't speak on it last week because uh, this was a topic I didn't want to speculate on because we've speculated to death on this topic. But of course, that is the rebranding of PS Plus. So mm. PS Plus, it's been re- uh, rebranded, and this is basically what the tiers look like. There's three tiers, people. The new PlayStation Plus Essential Plan. It's ten bucks monthly, twenty-five bucks quarterly, or sixty bucks yearly, and you basically basically get the PlayStation Plus benefits, the free monthly games, the online multiplayer the PS store discounts, everything you got basically before with, uh, you know, PS plus the extra plan, which is honestly for me, Obi kind of like the worst, but anyway, it's, it's 15 bucks a month, monthly, uh, monthly $40 quarterly and a hundred dollars yearly. And you get everything in the essential tier plus 400 do- downloadable games, no streaming. So this is PS4 and PS5 games, that, that, that's what you get there. And mm. the premium plan, which is the most expensive, monthly anyway, $18 a month, which is crazy, mm. but $50 quarterly and 120 yearly. So you save like 30% there uh, if you pay annually, which is really good. And you get everything in the extra tier and the essential tier, of course, plus downloadable classic PS1, PS2, PSP games, uh, PS3 streaming games, and of course, you can stream PS1, PS2, PSP, PS4 also um, on console and PC. And of course, the biggest uh, get here is the try before you buy trials. So you get to play demos. Mm-hmm. Obi. Pay for them. What do you think about that? I don't think any of those are for me whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, uh, I saw that post, uh, I think two minutes after it went, I'd woke up and rolled over and saw it. And I just went, why, what was even the point of any of this? Um, I feel like they're taking elements from, uh, the EA play and Ubisoft plus. Um, but I feel like they're just getting their toes in to this, but it's not, none of that is for me at all i mean i have a hard time keeping up with uh playstation plus as it is right now um i just don't use it a lot and there's no reason for me to use it and the day and date stuff i would the day and date stuff i would just subscribe to it like if they did that and then i would never look back and just just i know i have the games coming but i'm surprised you have i'm surprised you have a ps plus account at all i mean i stopped mine like a year and a half ago because i decided i was like look after i stopped playing destiny on both consoles i was like why do i need 
to have this. Like I'm, I think I'm not I can't. I think it actually ran out. I think that credit card on it actually expired. So I actually might not have it right now. I have to put it in the new card. Well, what do you feel about many people saying that this is not a comp uh, competitor to Game Pass? Um, what do you feel about that? Would you compare EA Play to uh, Game Pass? Not necessarily. No, no. I feel like that's more of a competitor. To uh, if you're talking about EA Play, how it is on the PC, yeah, yeah, because they get day and date games. Ah, uh, that's true. I definitely wouldn't. Game Pass is in a league of its own, so I definitely wouldn't call it a competitor. I mean, See, it's really, it's you're getting, you're getting a substantial amount less for more month. It's, yeah, it's so, not. It's just missing so many things. So would you say that this is not? So you're saying they're not even trying to compete with this right now? No, I don't think so. See, I, I think I that think this so is a start for them. I, I think that, you know, that's why people are going to make the comparisons. I mean, the obvious comparisons between the two. They're both gaming services. They both have a lot to offer. Just one has a lot more value to offer than the other. I mean, it's it's obvious. I mean, you've mm -hmm. got some, you got day and date right there. And I think that that's what you touched upon as well. Day and date is what would get me to PS Plus. Uh, exactly. To the premium. That's all they would need to say. Look, all our games, day day one, they will be out on our premium service, $18 a month. I'd pay the $18 a month for it. And exactly. here, mind you, dude, look at this. They probably only put out two really big games a year, if that. Maybe sometimes one. Huge AAA exactly. anyway. And I'd still and pay I'm, I'm, I am... If Xbox only charged um, that fifteen ninety nine and all you got was the day one, you got nothing else. I'd still do it. Yeah, you know, same thing with this PlayStation. Take away all that other stuff, and you just said your the games are coming day and date, right? For your that low monthly cost, I'd pay that. I don't need any of that extra stuff. That's all stuff I won't use at all. But I don't want to pay seventy dollars up front for something because you know we all have families and we have yeah. we all have things come up. Right. So it's nice just to know that, hey, this is just part of a monthly bill. You know, well, even keep my my even, monthly gaming budget, you know. Yeah. Even at sixty dollars though a pop for these games. Like there's a lot of games that I don't purchase. And for a service to have like Game Pass to have all their games, mm -hmm. even though they're all at sixty dollars right now, the first party games for Xbox, uh, I still like the fact that I can get all their games and not have to pay that sixty bucks. So I mean, the the extra $10 aside, it's just a better value for the consumer, and, and that's what I'm about. I love that. So, of course, if Sony were to do the same thing, it would be even more enticing because they're charging 70 bucks. that extra 10 It does. I mean, people say, well, it's only $10. Well, when you add it all up, I mean, $10 here, $10 there, it gets quite expensive. And yep. You know, if all these games end up going that way, which I do think it's inevitable. I think everything yeah, is, is. going to go that way. I think it's all going to be $70 games um, in the future. But, man, it, it just sucks that, you know, that I don't know why they didn't put day and date. Brigadier's Blue uh, with the $5 super, super Chat says, can't stay in chat as work is as busy as ever tonight, but wanted to drop by, show some support, and I'll be catching the VOD afterwards, the video on demand, of course. Thank you, Brigadier's Blue. He usually does that every Sunday. He comes in, he drops the super chat to say, hey, 
just want to support. And I love that about that guy. He's, he's awesome. Like, I love that you just listen, man. Um, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I just think that this plan is kind of weird. Um, I, I do know that all these games they've been talking about lately that they're building upon the gas games mm-hmm. anyways, games as a service. Uh, they've got a bunch in development. Jade Raymond with Haven Studios that, that's newly acquired. She's making one as well. These games, do you feel like they're going to drop these into their service? Yeah, because they're not that that big triple A third person experience. Yeah, it's got to. Yeah, because um, that's what their fan base. Their fan base probably won't pay for that. Uh, you know, especially if it's seventy dollars. Well, I mean, I, I what, game, th- what game came out that was seventy dollars? That was well, it. That uh, GT Seven, Gran Turismo oh, Seven dropped in. That that's was one, full of microtransactions. All Stars, right? Destruction All Stars. Yeah, when it first dropped, seventy bucks. That was seventy dollars, and then it was free. And then it, ah, man, like that would be perfect for the service. People yeah. made fun of uh, Bleeding Edge, right? But Bleeding Edge is perfect for Game Pass. Absolutely mm-hmm. perfect for it. More people played that. I guarantee more people played that because of that. I, I, I think the problem with any MOBA-style game, it, on console anyway, is that it's a MOBA-style game on console. And I think that it's a hard sell for a lot of console fans. Uh, especially the casuals. MOBAs don't typically resonate with casual gamers, and you see MOBAs usually on uh, on PC. That's where they flourish. And so yeah. a game like that, I kind of knew right away it wasn't going to be big because they've tried MOBAs over the years on console, oh, and, and they're, not yeah. that, they're not big. Um, Definitely big on the PC space. Gamers Watch with the Super Chat says, Sony come across as the Apple of video games. They don't want to compete because they think that they have to uh, because they don't think that they have to game pass is a console seller plus isn't hundred percent right um to view them as apple uh it's fair. i i, I think it's fair. it's it's a fair comparison but also i i think that it's it's also one that um apple's usually all about proprietary things i, I guess consoles do the same stuff but yeah yeah, you're you're right well, about the their, mentality. With the, the reluctancy to go to PC, kind of makes sense. I mean, that's a fair comparison. Yeah, no, they want to they want to stay in their lane as for as long as possible until they're, you know, they get a flat tire and they're forced to go off. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, it it, it it's true. Uh, now, uh, well, what do you feel about? Sorry, I I'm just man, Hargeet, you threw me off totally today. But man, I, anyways. Uh, maybe, uh, what, what, what do you think about if they were to add other things to make it a bit more enticing, especially in the premium service? I mean, they've got apps like Crunchyroll. They have video apps, um, like, uh, Sony has their own video app. Um, don't you think they could add things like that to at least make it a bit more enticing? I mean, I know we're gamers, but those things do help. I, I even quite, no, I question this stuff with when Xbox does it with, the. Uh the Spotify stuff and the Disney plus, like mm. did people actually use that. I mean, or did you, or I don't when like, even, I've never even taken advantage of any of that stuff. Cause I've already, I already have the services and I'm like, I'm not going to re- just to get this many months free. Yeah. It just doesn't, maybe it, that's, 
you know, money privilege talking, but that seems like just a waste of my time to go through and save a few months worth of, you know, payments or, um, but Crunchyroll, I, I never even think I've so, even so down. Ba- basically what you're saying is like, as a gamer, you really don't see the, uh, the benefit for you anyway, having no, a video streaming no. app or audio no. streaming apps. Yeah. Nope. My, my kids use the Netflix and my wife uses the Hulu and I'll use Disney plus for that stuff. But I don't even, I don't even watch it on my Xbox. I'm mm. downstairs on my Roku device checking it out. So very rarely do I ever actually sit down and watch any form of media in this room anymore. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think that they could add things to entice more gamers, but really it comes down to, it it comes down to day and date. It, It really does. It always comes back to day and date. And I think eventually they could do that because again, like I'm telling people out there that if, if a game, let's say costs 200 million to make, you know, one of their big budget games, 200, 250 million to make, they could literally make that up in a month if they have the mm-hmm. numbers uh, of subscribers, uh, 25 million subscribers, you'll get 250 million a month. You'll get 3 billion a year. Um, and I the know best- it's, that's just simple math just to be like, okay, well, everything doesn't work that way because you also have all these, these other games to pay for within that service. And that's true. Mm-hmm. But again, you have so uh, so many other ways of mitigating those things. Well, at least Xbox does, because Xbox has yeah. a lot of gas games. They have a lot of uh, things that they could, you know, mitigate that that those losses with. Um, yep. Because I don't even think at this point uh, with Xbox, the last number we heard was what twenty eight million in Game Pass. Twenty five. Twenty. I'm, I, I'm sure it's probably closer to twenty eight. I think by the end of the year, it for sure will oh, get yeah. to thirty million, especially when Starfield drops in there. Which, by the yep. way, I don't know if you heard, but one of the developers there said that uh, the 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 game is mind blowing. That people are going to blow their minds when they play this game, and uh, I I can't wait. I'm out. I know I'm excited, man. That sounds so I'm good. I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay like, you know, being a content creator, you have to, that's what it, Starfield, something that interests people and games like Starfield and, uh, and cyberpunk at that time when it was coming out, I don't like looking into it because I don't want to be overhyped. I don't want to be excited because then time goes by a lot slower, right? Yep. If I just let it, let it happen, it, you know, it comes out. But having to dig in and, you know, research the Starfield stuff, I'm like, God damn it. I'm getting hyped for this game. I really want it. <laughs> I yeah, really no, want no it. No doubt. No doubt. But no, I, I'm just looking at this, you know, like it's, it's just an exciting time. I just think that, you know, the whole PS Plus, the tears, just it, it's not doing anything for me either. Um, people out there really, really pushing for this. I, I don't I know do what they question, see. Though. What? Do you think MLB, the show next year will go live? On that day and date, uh, for them, why not? No, I don't. I, I I think again they are going to push the seventy dollar price tag over there. They did it last year. They're going to do it this year. Well, they Look, didn't have that service. They yeah, didn't but have the service right now. It's it's pretty much you know if it's not a gas game, if it's not something that is really going to push microtransactions. Well, hell. Gran Turismo 7 pushed microtransactions, and that didn't, that's not going to make a service. They, well, that's because it's not set up yet. But I'm saying, well, now that PS Now's been in there. June, well, yeah, but PS Now, I don't think is 
I'm don't telling think they you. even give it. I'm, They're still going to penny I'll pinch, man. I'll make you a, friend, a friendly dollar wage between me and you that next year MLB The Show will be on that service day and date with Game Pass. That's that's interesting because it's not there this year. Okay, so here's the thing. Do you think that they'll drop it in their, in this year's version late? Just throw it in their service as soon as it comes out. Because, I mean, no, why I wouldn't want, they? I want to say, yeah, but I don't think that they would just because I, I think they're just going to out of sight, out of mind with it. But I think that to generate the hype with it, of next year that's going to be yeah. a good competing thing is who's going to get more game pass or because why why wouldn't you put it on there and their service yeah. is going to be they're going to be almost well, a year in why it. wouldn't they throw all their games day and date then like why why just those because games? jim ryan says that all xbox games uh -oh. they lose quality right i uh, so. look 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 so all I know is that Game Pass is going to have MLB The Show day one um, in into Game Pass, and yep. they're not, and and that's weird. That's a Sony made title that is going into Game Pass day one, and they're not talking about putting that in their streaming service. See, if if I believed that they were going to do that with that game, I believe that they would have mentioned that because that's kind of a big thing. Hey, we're going to have MLB in there every year. Hey, we're going to have GT, you know, the next GT in there. Like they, they would mm -hmm. say something like that. Thank you very much, uh, Muppet1169, uh, for the $10 super chat. I appreciate you, brother. Um, thank you for being here like every week, too. You're, you're awesome, man. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy that these, you know, these things would have been talked about had they intended those games to be in there like MLB in the sh uh, MLB, the show, he should have already mentioned something about that because that is being pushed around by Xbox dudes, by a lot of people out there saying, Hey, it's weird that we've got a Sony made game in the game pass, but your, your service is not going to have it. That's weird. Uh, That's really weird. Man. Yeah. I would just, I would think that the smart move next year would be to have it on there launching and have that kind of kick off, kick off something. But I don't know. Everybody's always wrong when it comes to Sony. Oh, I, they I always know. do. They always do the opposite of what people want them to do with that stuff. Well, that's like. that's interesting. You say that because I, I have some quotes here by Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan was speaking about this, you know, new service and not putting their, you know, their AAA games day and date into their service. And he, he said things like, "Who would even? Who would have said even four years ago that you would see a AAA PlayStation IP being published on PC?" And that's a hundred percent correct, man, because. That is something that a lot of people four years ago would never imagine. However, I have to, you know, kind of to our horn, I should say, collectively over at RDX, we've been saying this kind of stuff is going to go down. Um, yep. But, you know, a lot of people don't want to hear that. They just want to pick out stuff that somebody may have gotten wrong on the show and then just put that on everybody on the show. But anyways, we've been saying this stuff. He says that they've had great critical success and great commercial success, and everybody has made their peace with that happening and is completely at ease with it. I look back four years and think nobody would have seen this coming. Ryan was also keen to point out that nothing about the new service is set in stone. Now, this is the interesting part, people, and this is the part that I say, this is why day and date is coming. He says, I'm uh, all, all I'm talking today is the approach we're taking 
taking in the short term. So he's just talking about the short term right now. They're not talking about long term. And that's something that you hear from Xbox with Game Pass. Phil has said that time and time again that they have this long-term goal with Game Pass, right? Now, here's Jim uh-huh. saying the opposite. This is our short-term thought process on our own service. The way our publishing model works right now, it doesn't make any sense for them. But things can change very quickly in this industry, as we all know, he says. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. They will go day and date eventually, people. Um, just mm-hmm. seeing that quote right there, I mean, what do, what do you think about that? Like, that quote, yeah, that quote tells you that it, it is going to be uh, day and date eventually. And they're seeing the success that Xbox is having um, yeah. with Game Pass. And uh, it kind of, he doesn't want to get, I know that he wants to say they're going to do it, but to keep everybody, I guess, is calm, his crazy fan base, he's saying, no, well, you know, we're, we're doing this right now. But the door's always open. Yeah. And that was when I read that part at first, I was like, when I, I didn't see that part at first because I was seeing snippets out of context, a lot of it. And I just saw, we feel like we can't keep up the quality of our games mm-hmm. on a subscription. I was like, this guy's talking out of his butt right now. What do you, what do you, what do you mean you can't keep up that quality? And, um, it's but then basically, when I saw, think about it, it's a dig at, at Microsoft as well. Exactly. And, uh, when I read that final statement, when I actually went to the article and read the the thing in its entirety, I was like, okay, so he's keeping his foot in the door and saying it's a possibility, which means it's probably going to happen because investors like seeing a steady income versus um, stagnated. You know what I mean? Once or twice a year, you get a few million. How about, a, you know, 15, 20 million every month coming in? That constant money flow. I mean, everybody loves to get paid every week. People hate being paid once a month, right? You know, you got bills to pay. Sony has bills to pay. So I think that they would like, they would like a steady income versus yeah. a I, I think I think because one of the things people have to factor in is the fact that um, microtransactions, DLCs, season passes, those sort of things is what gives both of these companies the bulk of their revenue every Ooh. year. Exactly. Okay. So it's games like Fortnite and uh, Minecraft that are pushing the bulk of their revenues every year. That is what it's all about. And so that is why Sony is just now starting to get into these uh, types of games where they can push those things. Um, Look, you got factions that's supposed to be coming, you know, and, and that was supposed to be a separate game from the last of us well initially it was supposed to be with the last of us too but it wasn't they separated it and now i i could totally see that going into their premium service and i could see them making a lot of money through microtransactions that way again they are just kind of playing catch up to xbox right now it's 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 obvious what jim is doing he's paying close attention to what phil and company are doing and i don't care what playstation guys say this is what's going on it's business he sees success, he sees how they did it, and he's going after it. Why do you think they picked up Bungie? I mean, let's be honest. They didn't pick him up for Destiny. They picked him up because they know that they have a pedigree with multiplayer games. Period. Yep. That's why they did it. 
Uh, thank yep. you very uh, well. VG, I, I wanted to point this out because uh, he says that Jim Ryan, or Jim Ryan also said, who wants to play old games? Remember that? He did yeah, say that. So, uh, I mean, That was look, one of the things I thought of when I first saw that and they're adding all these games. I was like, who? I thought that that side, they don't like to sing or yeah. that, you know, s- segment of gamers um, don't like playing old games. I mean, he had to see some data that made him say that. Yeah. And ZFG Gaming, thank you very much with the $2 Super Chat. says, have a good week, Fonz. Love you, dude. And Obi. Awesome, man. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate you. Uh, RWK88 with the Super Chat says, Obi was right. Only nine decent playable Resident Evil games. Only nine decent playable. Yeah, but there was a bunch in that whole, you know, that's why I said in total that, that whole Does that include remakes. Oh, that includes, um, everything that, that includes all of their, uh, even their mobile games and stuff, everything. Their arcade games. 20, yeah. 28, <laughs> 28 games. But even that, that's a lot, but it was funny. I had see, I, I even forget my own questions, but a few weeks ago I had a question about a game. How many games were there in total? And there was like 70 something. It was, you it know, was that there's, insane. uh, of Mario games that have Mario in it is like two hundred and five. Yeah, that that's 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 crazy, but you know, so is Nintendo. So, yeah, I I just thought it was kind of you know, it, I just look at the reading on the uh, the writing on the wall. I see Jim caving into day and date at some point. It could be years from now, but it'll happen. They're building upon those gas games. They're going to be dropping that in there, or at least getting a steady revenue stream from that. And once they do. They have those games to help out when they do have to start out the, you know, putting their day and dates uh, in there before they get uh, the numbers they need to sustain. Um, that's yep. what Xbox did with Game Pass, and now they're uh, supposedly anyway. And I can't, I, I can't say he's lying, right? Phil, if Phil and company are saying that they're making money on Game Pass now, I can't say they're lying. You know, nope. I, I have to take them on their word for that. They're making the money. When Jim gets those numbers and he starts making money in that system, you will see day and date there. So that's for sure. Uh, yeah, they but have I to just convert those, everybody over. Yeah, I just thought those you know quotes were pretty interesting from him because nobody was talking about those quotes when it came to him saying, "Hey, look, things could change very quickly and all that." I'm just talking about the short term. Like I'm not hearing that stuff. All I heard was, "Oh, they can't sustain it because their game quality will suffer." That's all I kept hearing, and it's just like, dude. It is the same. It's all you'd hear. That's corporate speak. That's You're reiterating what they want you to reiterate. They don't want you to talk about the other part where he's saying, hey, this might change, guys. It's because, you know, it's funny how the fanboys operate. It's like they immediately go to something that says, you know, this is yours. Uh, you know, covet this, and and don't worry about anything else. Though You know, they, they want to have everything stay the same and, and – it's just weird. Why not think about your wallets, your own damn wallets? Who cares what these companies are making? That's the one thing yep. I, I've always struggled with, Obi, is the fact when I came to this community, that's all I heard about. Well, sales are through the roof for this. Sales are through the roof for that. And I'm like, yeah, who but gives my a wallet's damn? empty. I don't care about their sales. I want, yep. I want great games. And yes, of course, you could say, well, yeah, the way to get great games is if they have sales, uh, if they have great sales and, and, and they can put more money into those games. Yes, I know that. that. That's obvious. But I just don't care about the specifics about that stuff. Like, 
I don't care to hear their corporate speak. I don't care to hear about their uh, great sales and stuff. I like to hear, I like to see what types of games they have for me. So yep. that's, that's the way I look at it. And yeah. There's, and speaking. There's another, yeah, say there's another announcement of uh, something changes, changing in a uh, game pass, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to talk about right now. And that of course is family plans. So game pass apparently will have a family plan coming and it'll be out later this year. This was talked about by our very own Jez Corden of Windows central fame. Um, Jez Corden uh, talked about this. I, I believe it was last Thursday when this news yep. dropped and he said, uh, they're they're going to be implementing this plan, this family plan that a lot of people have been asking for. And all the details that we really know right now, it's going to be up to five members. So you're going to have five different accounts being to uh, being able to access this. But we don't know about the pricing just yet. We know it's going to be another step up in tier, another step up in price. Obi, what say you on price? Do you think, uh, what, what do you think the price is going to be? Twenty four ninety nine. So what that, I think you think be. it'll be that 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 cheap? That's uh, five accounts on a Game Pass. Look, that'd be awesome. That's that's a great value. But twenty four ninety yeah twenty four ninety nine seems to be like that's that sweet ticket number. Just looking at that number, and they could afford it. It's not like you know what I mean. Yeah, because if you look could, at something that's thirty and above, you're like, huh, nah, monthly. Yeah, that's a lot. Twenty four ninety nine just seems like that's a that's a good deal. I mean, it, it's a great deal. Game Pass as it sits right now at $15 a month is a great deal. But I'm excited. For, dude, when I saw this news, I was I was over the moon excited because I just paid the whole a dollar yeah. for my uh, son. My son is using my Xbox One X right now. And, uh, and I just signed him up for a Game Pass. And I was like, God, I'm going to have... Now I'm going to have three, four accounts. I got my sister me and now him and because i game share with my wife and if you game share with somebody only one person needs game pass so um that thankfully and so i'm like i have three accounts now like shoot man that's expensive if you you know xbox please make a family plan and then two days later this comes out and i'm like oh i'm so excited for this but the one thing i hope about this is that it shares if they're part of my family if i have like the primary account right i hope that it makes it to where if i purchase a game that's not on game pass that they get it too is what i'm hoping mm. happens um because it's in that shared library um if i buy some stupid silly game like uh what's a my son likes this game called ryan's go-kart thing <laughs> i want to play with him but i don't want to pay 10 bucks for it if i just pay 10 bucks for him and then pay 10 bucks for my daughter you know what I mean? I would just like for me to buy it and then all of us can play with each other on there. I'm hoping that's what comes out of that more than the whole the game pass thing. Cause that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah. Um, a lot of people in the chat agree with you. They think around 2499, some are saying up to 30, 35. Here's the thing is as a, as, as a consumer, I'm just going to put it out there and say, I don't want it to be more than 20 bucks. Just, just because I don't want it to be more than that. Uh, if I should have to use it, because here's the thing. And a lot of people are kind of nervous right now. 
they're worried about game sharing going away when this is implemented. Now, you've heard that they're trying to eventually get rid of games uh, gold, live gold. Mm-hmm. That's, that's supposed to go away eventually. And I believe Jeff Grubb when he told me, because we even talked behind the scenes, and he sounds really convincing on that, that he's heard straight from the source that they're going to be getting rid of gold as soon as they heard it, hit a certain threshold, a uh, certain number, subscriber number with Game Pass. They will get rid of gold. Now, what happens if they get rid of, you know, game sharing? That's kind of scary to me because I game share with my son, and that's how I use Game Pass with him. I don't have to spend anything extra. Can they get rid of it, though? How would they? Um, if it's not they... something you necessarily sign up for. It's, is this my home console or is it not? Yeah, well, what if they stop that? And, and they do, they have a different system to allow five accounts to get game pass. Like it's just, you know, kind of assuming here, we're just making assumptions. Yeah. Cause if you do that, if you stop game sharing, essentially you get rid of that whole, my home console thing, your console will need to be connected to Xbox live at all times. Yeah. And I know that they're trying to get away from you to be having that happen because that's essentially what the, the, my home Xbox does is saying that, Hey, on this console, Good point. I could play offline. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's you're just, you're taking, you're using a loophole. That's why I don't think that they can get rid of that. It's because oh, they a, can try sharing it. If they wanted to, they is can a do something to begin with. Right. Yeah. No I game sharing. No, I, no, no, no. That's not true. Cause I've talked to Phil on this personally. He said game sharing was intended, but not intended to be used the way it's being used now. Like you weren't, they didn't intend for you to be sharing with, games with people across the country even let alone across yeah. the, the planet. They yeah, didn't want you there. doing that. <laughs> it was like supposed to be an in-house thing. But this is what we have now, and I don't want it going away because personally, I don't need five accounts on Game Pass. I don't need that. You see, that's four. a problem if they were to do that. That'd be kind of messed up. You know, you have to jump up in tier to share, you know, with your buddy or, or somebody. Like I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good with that. Yeah, I, I need it for me, and my wife, my son, my daughter, and then since my sister's moving out, she's on her own. <laughs> yeah, but that's at least four right there. I mean, oh, yeah. well, three. No, I'll, I'll no, probably three. end up keep keeping her on it. Um, but that's all five, and you know, yeah. I utilize it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's worth it. It's, it's worth it instead of paying for three accounts. Yeah, I'm just looking just, at it from the standpoint. It could be. You know, it people. could be $35 because yeah. that um, Xbox All Access, uh, they could, Xbox All Access, you get the console and Game Pass for two years. They already have mm. that $35 out there. Yeah. You know. Well, Don Otaku sent a super chat for $2. Thank you, Don. He says, I think the price will scale scale with each member. Well, that's interesting. And that could be it, like up to five members. But let's say, oh, how much would they charge? An extra five for members. each. You know what? It may be up to $5 for each. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but do they, is it Game Pass Ultimate? Probably. That's Knowing a good Xbox point, Don. Probably. I haven't heard anybody say that. That's, that's a very good point, man. Because that's kind of like how Verizon does it. You know, your, your bill technically gets staggered and cheaper the more people you have. Yeah, you know what I mean. It it goes up, but it's not like 
$60 for one line and then it's $50 for two lines and $40 for three lines and on and yeah. so forth. So they, I mean, they could, they could essentially do that. But if they, I wonder if they let you charge for three counts, if you're yeah. not using five or charge for four counts up to five, that might be too technical. There's too many on a marketing standpoint. That's too much stuff to put in on a, I should say on a tweet or something, yeah. too many tears. Yeah, Gaz, you didn't have to do that, brother. Gaz with a $100 super chat. Yo, I hacked Hargeet's checking account. I, I, I love the message, um, but man, yeah. Um, thank you very much, Gaz, man. He's a great friend. Gaz, you're, you're awesome, dude. You know I love you, brother. Uh, thank you very much, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you, Gaz. Man, um, you guys are killing me today. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I just think the f whole family plan is cool. And Don, that's, that's <laughs> such a great point. If it goes up in increments of, you know, a couple of bucks or so, hopefully not too much. I would say up to five. Well, I mean, do you think that sounds about right? If it's like $5 for each person you add? Yeah, I would, you know, like the after the 15 wants bucks, that to be. you know, or after the 10, I should say. Yeah. The the cheap version of me would love that. Five bucks per person. Oh, here's a great one. Shabs, inevitable. Thank you very much for the $10 super chat. Says, I hacked Gaz, but he didn't have much. Sorry, Fonz. <laughs> oh, man. That's perfect, brother. Thank you very much. Yeah, Gaz. Uh, man, you need to get your funds up, apparently. Um, Hargeet's the man out here. Uh, well, oh, what's up, D? D-Batch in the chat. My RDX brother. You know, I have... See you. I have talked to all the RDX guys and been a part of that group for three years, and I've never even spoken to D. Yeah, it's, that's once. because he's a he's an Xbox fraud. He hides uh, his Xbox account. Like I don't even think he's friends with me on Xbox, so he's never talked he's goddamn, to me in a party chat. He's a goddamn unicorn, man. Yeah, like, he, he hides from us. Uh, that's what it is. I came close one time. Uh, I was oh, really? uh, hopped in a party chat. Like I think it was like a uh, way early in the morning one time with dealer because somehow I, i'll catch him in the morning and uh but yeah i just talked to d and i was like you mean <clears> i <throat> almost was in a party chat with d batch yeah that's happened to me before <laughs> too like i got in there and they're like yeah d just left i'm like sure he did sure uh-huh he's always on that pc <laughs> damn pc all right but yeah so game pass family plan people let me know what you think about it in the chat and hit that like button if you like what you're hearing right now with my friend here, Obi, Xbox Obi. You can find him right here on YouTube doing his thing. And he's got a lot of cool videos he's been making. And honestly, you're coming along pretty well, man. Like uh, from yeah, where man. you started. Uh, you, you and yeah, you man. and Dealer are to thank a lot and Zocker. I have to give a shout out for Zocker. Don't know why. I know he'll be listening to this, but yeah. Of course. Not. I'm not going to get on the camera and bend the knee for you, but... Me and him had a nice little exchange because I was I was getting deep into psychology stuff about how this stuff works, and yeah. he's he he let me know that he saw what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the microphone stuff, all this right here, you know, it's, it's it looks familiar, and, right? That's that's yeah, that's what I used it to use. It smelled like old people out of the box. I don't know. Oh, what here we go. It smelled like <laughs> Werther's caramel and old people. Yeah, he says it smelled like Ben Gay. Um. Anyways, yeah, it, <laughs> when I uh, no, when I first opened it up, I was like, God, what am I getting myself into? Like, 
I remember calling you like it's only coming out of one side and yeah, trying to fix I it. I have all. not since I set it up. I have not touched it. I turned some yeah, knobs and I was yeah. like, I, I think I sound good. Um, hey, you do sound great, man. I yeah, knew it was going to be perfect like for your voice. It was just a bit dark for me. Um, now, before I get into this next topic, I have to preface this by saying that I was asked a couple of weeks back when I had Gaz on the show, uh, we were talking about Xbox and their issues with certain development teams anyway, and I threw Undead Labs in there. And people asked me, why did I throw Undead Labs in there? It's because I was hearing rumors about some development hell going on with Undead Labs. And then, of course, we see this just last week. Allegations of sexism, bullying, and burnout inside the Microsoft Studio behind State of Decay 3. So, basically, I know this is a Kotaku article, people. I know that. But uh, I didn't hear anything about allegations of sexism and bullying and that kind of stuff. I just heard that there was development hell and that the game was still in pre-production after three years. Okay, that's what I heard. And this article kind of puts that out there. Uh, I, I think that... Now, here's the thing, man. Hearing this, and then, of course, seeing the debacle with 343 Industries and what was going on for so many years with Halo Infinite, I know people don't get mad. Halo Infinite, for me anyway, was a great game. The campaign was awesome. The multiplayer from what I played was good solid it just needed more they still had a lot of ball dropping there and i think that is one of the main things that we're seeing not i I won't call it a trend because they have a lot of good studios at microsoft that aren't having problems the coalition playground studios bethesda arcane obsidian they've got so many great studios turn 10 they've got so many great studios that don't need babysitting um Now, I'm not saying that these other studios need babysitting, but what I will say is behind every great game is great management. And Microsoft's hands-off approach, I think, should be taken on a case-by-case basis or a dev team-by-dev team basis. What what, what do you think about that? Absolutely. You nailed the two on the head. 343 needed way more hands-on. I don't know if it was... I can't remember where I saw this or who I heard this from, that Pete Hines from Bethesda went to 343 to help them out uh, closer to the end of that game because management was so bad over there. Um, I think that whole company needs to be shooken up big time um, because they everybody's still going to wrap their head around this, how this game was supposed to be ready two years, technically, two years ago, and there's things still missing from it. Um, It makes you wonder... Like everybody said, what what would have that game look like if it would have launched with the console? It probably would have been really bad because it was supposedly yeah. like the multiplayer was supposed to be done, finished, and polished when the console launched. They were just waiting on the campaign. And here the multiplayer comes out a year later and it looks like it should have been delayed another year on its own just from missing content. Even though I love it, it plays great. There's nothing wrong with the gameplay mechanics. There's just not anything to do, right? Mm. It's it gets stagnant real quick, missing key game modes, and then you want to go to it co-op. It is missing key game modes. That's true. Um, and not having co-op through the campaign, why you would green light that without co-op? Yeah. Um, 
and personally, my wife still that's the weirdest the part, she right? Had, that is the weirdest yeah. part. The fact that it has had no co-op day one, which it has been a main staple of the Halo franchise for so many years. And for it not yep. to have that, it was it was weird. And I was one of the one that was saying one of the ones that were saying to to, to just delay the game. And I got a yep. lot of heat for that. But in hindsight now, with all the backlash that's going on even right now towards Halo Infinite, I, I want to say that, I, I, you know, me and a lot of other people were right in to say I would, delay the game, you know? Exactly. I was tooting because it was feeding into that um, mantra that Game Pass is an excuse to release unfinished games because people are going to play it regardless. You know what I mean, they're not going to, well, I only paid it. It was only $10 a month, so... I'm not too mad about it. You're not as, you know, if I would have paid 70 bucks for Halo in its yeah. current state, I would have, I, I'd have been really pissed Oh, because it was a, it was a waste. But the fact that it's in Game Pass, it's just, eh, there's something else to play in Game Pass. And people were rightfully so giving uh, Xbox crap for that. Yeah. And it, they, they didn't care. They took that wave head on. And it's, I mean, the gameplay was fun. Um, for me, the story was a huge miss. I didn't enjoy the campaign almost at all. Oh, that sucks. I was bored. I, I liked it. I was, I was bored, and I couldn't wait for it to be over. And uh, I liked the, it. Uh, yeah, but the multiplayer honestly, was fun as hell. But that said, the multiplayer was missing a lot of key, you know, things, and you didn't have Forge and things that a lot of people could really use right now. I mean, but yep. there's so much backlash going on there. We're hearing about Undead Labs now. Um, you, you could say that Rare had issues with Everwild. You know, they, they totally rehauled that after they showed what the game was kind of supposed to be about. We, we never even, they didn't even know what it was supposed to be about. That's how crazy it was when they showed it. But that's been overhauled. So there's certain key groups or deve development teams under Microsoft that it, it doesn't sound like, they, oh, the initiative, that's another one. It sounds like yeah. there needs to be upper management stepping in. And I'm sure that they are by now, especially Undead Labs. We, we know they're getting on top of all that situation because it's great that Microsoft pushes this whole, um, this dev team culture that's, that's real, real positive. But I, I think that, you know, some teams just need better management. And I think it's apparent with certain studios that we're hearing about. And that's not to say that this doesn't happen on the Sony side because, come on, you, you know it does. I mean, Corey Barlog tells a story about bringing uh, 2018's God of War to Yoshida, and he turned it away. He didn't like it. Corey had to add to it. And when he finally added to it, he says, yeah, okay, I like that. You know, so management is watching and keeping an eye on their teams over there. I don't want it to be a situation where they take over creative processes. I think that should be all the de developers, you know, thing. Exactly. I don't want create creativity to get um, mauled by management, upper management. I don't want them to come in and j just take over. But at the same time, I don't want creativity stifled. And that's what we're hearing a lot of lately from the initiative and now from Undead Labs. Um, there's a quote here that I think is really important in that article. It says, at first, some employees were worried that micro the Microsoft acquisition would change the indie studio for the worse. Now they worry the $2 trillion company's incredibly hands-off approach 
allowed dysfunction to fester, leaving some of the studio's more vulnerable employees to fend for themselves. As one former developer put it, we were afraid they would come in and change our culture, but our collapse came from within, and we could have used Microsoft's help. Meaning they could have used upper management's help to come in and take care of certain things so bad things wouldn't happen, all right? I mean, that right there is very telling. And that's why it's crazy when I hear people just trying to, you know, let's let's face it, fanboy and say, there's nothing wrong, you know, this happens everywhere. Look, I get that. But it's been three years and we're still in pre-production for this game, State of Decay 3. That's not good. That's, that, that, that's not a good space to be at this time. And again, uh, as many other people have said, when these games come out, we need them to be great games. Not good games. We need them to be great at Microsoft. Because they're under scrutiny big time. And when you're under scrutiny and you're having ex-developers come out and say, you know, this was going on or this was a problem and this is a problem, that game better be awesome. Because it's it's going to be scrutinized, unfortunately. That's just the way it is. I don't know, man. Well, you got anything else to offer? No, I, I either, you know, because we're not in those those meetings that they have between Microsoft and Undead Labs. You know, they could be having weekly meetings, but they're not getting the whole story. I think by hands-on approach that they need to have is that they need to have somebody from Microsoft on site more often. Uh, so the person who's in charge of those studios needs to travel to those sites more. Maybe not just in the pandemic could have been a lot of that, you know, uh, not being able to do actual physical walk-ins, check things out like they used to be able to. So I think the hands-off approach that Microsoft started with when they bought the studio is a different hands-off approach that we got because of the pandemic. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I can see kind I, of what you're saying there. but also. They need to be, they need a tighter grip though on their studios. And it, it wouldn't hurt to have a tighter grip on, you know, like the coalition, because as long as you're not telling them what they can create, then yeah. that's fine. Don't tell, don't tell them what they're going to create. Just tell them See, to do their jobs I, and I th- to I think, not. Yeah. But I think for certain studios, you, you 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 don't really even need to do all that much at all. Like you, you shouldn't be really, of course, with every studio, I, I still believe that upper management needs to check in. That's, that's a given. Exactly, yeah. But I don't think that you need to check in as often to certain studios like the Coalition um, or Bethesda. But I think that there's certain ones that they do. And I, again, that, that has nothing to do with taking over creative control. Nothing at all. But just yep. to see that they're in line and they're making progress with their games. That's what they need to do. Uh, thank you very yep. much, Iron Lords Podcast. What's up, Cognito? $10. He says, salute to Games Talk Live and my brother, Lord Fonz. Great listen and cool guest. Nice setup. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate you. Uh, we got another Is one he here. about your setup? Uh, both. It's got to be both because you got an awesome setup as well, brother. Really, I like it. Uh, and you made that uh, Avenger symbol behind you, didn't you? Yeah, it's the first thing I made for this room. I made it before yeah. I even had the house. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Focus Active. Oh, man, thank you very much. Uh, 
$99 super chat, basically, from Focus Active says, thanks, Fonz. I don't know what I did for that, but um, you're, you're very welcome. And I thank you for being awesome and for being here live today. Uh, thank you very much. I'm sorry that we got started late today, guys, but, you know, sometimes things happen. Uh, those technical difficulties can rear their heads at any time, and it's it happened. Happened today. But, no, um, okay, I got another one here from Hargeet. I got to get Hargeet real quick since he's been the man. He says, it sounds more like the HR process isn't quite working correctly. Issues like this, uh, this should go through HR and then management at whatever level uh, can work it. Um, yeah, I, I, of course, that it, it does come down to something like that. I don't know how their process works. I don't know. Uh, I would suspect a huge company like Microsoft, of course, they have a human resources department. Um, but then again, you have to think about some of these, uh, these development studios. Maybe some of them, uh, some of the developers anyway, are too afraid to say something. Maybe they're afraid to speak up until they leave or, or get cut or something happens to them. And they just yep. decide to leave the studio. That, that could be something too, because I know there's been times where I've wanted to say something about a manager or something in a past job. And I, I didn't because I was afraid of, uh, you know, some type of uh, backlash uh, backlash. Yeah, exactly. And yep. that could be a thing too. And again, that could be happening in any company, Sony, Nintendo, it doesn't matter. Development I'll, I'll hell happens about- to all development teams at times. Okay. It happens. Yep. Yep. But I'm gonna I, say because I've had I've had problems with uh, employees before, and usually all the stink and the dirty laundry comes out after the individual's gone. Everybody <sighs> openly will talk about it, and that's usually how that things that works. At the time, everybody's quiet, everybody's punctual, professional, but then when that you know that door slams on the way out, it's you know it's nothing but gossip and bad 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 oh he really did that oh he really did that yeah no i've been through that a lot yeah no you're right but boba fett gaming uh, guys if you're not following boba fett uh he's got a great youtube channel boba fett gaming of course follow him uh with a hundred dollar super chat says everyone else is doing it um i guess he meant to say maybe love the community we have keep it up fonz and obi i i love you guys man Seriously. It's really awesome today, Fonz. Yeah, it's, so awesome. It's, 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 it's insane. But, um, yeah, man, you don't know how emotional I've been all show. Like, it, it, it's thrown me off my game big time. Big time. But, yeah. I, yeah. I got to ask you a personal light note question. Go ahead. Ready? Go ahead. Where'd you get your hat? Uh, um, Amazon. Is it Amazon. So yeah. you got yours from Amazon too. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I got, I, we got the same hat. <laughs> I just ordered shit through Amazon, man. Like, I yeah. hate going to places, man. It's just, it's so just do I. I bought uh, from that same tab. I bought uh, this one. Oh, but it cool. has the mesh background. But uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, God, I think we have the same hat on. All right, been thinking about that in the entire show. Cool, but this is not the hat podcast. <laughs> this, 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 this is Games Talk Live. Thank you guys for uh, being here. Thank you guys for listening on demand to After the Fact, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. If you can, if if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, uh, go and give me a rating on there. Hopefully a good one because that would help, uh, you know, for people to find me in their algorithm and stuff. Um, also here on YouTube, the like button helps as well. 
So I appreciate you guys. And I even appreciate the five who thumbs down this uh, video today. Appreciate you. Um, appreciate you being here. That's, that's all I care about, really, is, is you guys listening. I love it. Um, real quick, Obi, um, let's talk about the Activision deal being politicized a bit. Uh, we've got Elizabeth Warren and another senator, uh, I believe Bernie uh, Sanders, out there. And they're saying things like they believe that if this acquisition goes through, that Microsoft could make it worse. Worse. That's an worse, co un worse conditions for un yeah. uninformed opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, to say that they would be worse than Bobby Kotick. Are you kidding me? Phil Spencer. I, this, this is a shot in the dark, but maybe they have friends who own stock of Activision that do not want to sell it that they have in their ear. That's the only Gotta thing be. I can think of. Gotta that be. They know people that own stocks. They're like, hey, you, you know, you should say this, get people stirred up. Because mm. that's not if you had any ounce of brain cell and you looked at the culture that Microsoft has, you'd you'd know that that's a straight lie. Yeah. I mean, like oh, that undead undead labs just said, if Microsoft would have been here things probably would have been different for us, this culture in this yeah. studio. Oh, we needed them. Let, let's talk about that, too. You don't think that Activision and Blizzard, with the crap they've been through under Kotick, isn't going to be under any kind of scrutiny with Microsoft? Oh, they're going to mm. be under the uh, magnifying glass for sure. Exactly. I mean, come on. I think that's... I would, I would, I would think that being a developer... Um, and being under the Microsoft umbrella, the game studios, was kind of like a cush job. Or even if you're under PlayStations, because you have two of the biggest publishers in the industry who obviously have good cultures and solid. You know, you're not worried about the company going under, like some other uh, devs or publishers could. But you would just, I don't know. You would. It's a very uninformed opinion that they have and i think that it was like you know elizabeth warren has somebody tell her that i don't want to sell my stocks and you should say something and then she just went to the next office over hey bernie sign this can you just back me up they like where they all back each other yeah, up and because, bernie's just like oh, microsoft's a big corporation f them you know the you know exactly they, what they yeah. pay on taxes last year uh, yeah uh, 27 dollars yeah that guy yeah the, yeah and because they kept their money moving, they didn't have to pay the tax on it. That they don't, you know, they don't like that. And I don't want to get too political on it because it's just no, no, of course not. It's just but, politicians. But they're making it political. Just worry right? about you got you got shit, other shit to worry about. Worry about what's going on in Ukraine. Worry about gas prices. Don't worry about who makes our fucking video games. No. How, how, okay? how about just worry about you know our people here? Worry about our homeless. Exactly. Worry about the hunger. Yeah. Worry about stuff like that. Stop. Stop worrying w about worry other about people. About how, yeah how we have homeless camps that are you have people building front porches out of tarps and tents where i live That's it's so sad. true man That's it's so sad true. you go to you go in the town i grew up in um up here <clears throat> north i mean you know where i live and you go out now yeah yeah it's it's horrible oh i know i've seen I mean, videos I didn't, on it yeah i didn't travel yeah. i didn't travel during the pandemic a lot but like when i ventured down south just a little bit it was like, oh my god! Oh, this, brother, I I live a I hop skip. How... I live a hop skip and a jump away from San Francisco. 
I, I could, I, I, I know horror as well, you know, on the streets and it, it it's, it's sad. It's, it's real sad. We, we got yep. all these billions and trillions of dollars for wars and stuff, but we don't. Okay. Nah, I'm not going to go there anyways. Let's, uh, let, let's go ahead and just say, you know, it's just crazy to, to throw this in there and politicize this Activision Blizzard deal. Uh, they would be much better off underneath Microsoft. Matter of fact, I'll say they'll be much better off underneath Microsoft than any other company out there. I'll, I'll just say that. I'll say they would be much better off underneath Phil Spencer than any other company out there. And that's yeah. because I, again, talked to Phil Spencer personally, and I know what a great guy he is, what a great human being he is. I've never met. Call me a fanboy, you know. call me what you will, but I'm 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 going to tell you straight how I if if I've talked to somebody before and I know how they are and I and I perceive them as being great people, I'm going to speak on it. He's yeah. a great person. The, the culture there from being on site of Xbox, the culture there is amazing. Everybody there. Well, that's right. Is, You've been there with uh, Aaron, yeah. Yeah, everybody there is, loves their job. Everybody there loves the fans and it's not a facade and that my whole opinion of xbox changed the moment i walked into that building and met these people because now i don't see um xbox yeah. as a corporate entity anymore i see it as friends working there i see it um as these group of people that i've met doing stuff for their their fans and the communities and so it's and seeing all the things that they do that are not talked about for children Mm -hmm. Um, there's this program called, uh, gamers outreach, which, uh, set up little, um, Xbox stations, uh, for children yeah. who are going through chemo or, um, you name it, but they have programs that, uh, me and my wife were going to sign up for, but the pandemic hit, but where you could go and you could play, go play a game with the little kid that's, um, going through the hardest time of their life right now, because video games bring, bring people happiness and it it unplugs you from this world and puts you in a different world. So if you could go there and play Minecraft or play Roblox or do something with a little kid for a few hours to get, get them out of this world for a little bit and make them feel like a kid. That's something that I want to get, I want to get behind completely. I, I want to go help build the, the little stations. Um, I've actually seen them physically awesome. what they look like. And um, I me and my wife have donated uh, last two years. I think a hundred bucks around every Christmas to that organization. Um, but it's something that I physically want to do. Um, but because of COVID, they weren't allowing any more people go. So I'm hoping when that, that leash gets let loose a little bit, you know, the hospital is about 30 minutes away for me, but I would love to, you know, once every six months, or if I could once every three months, just go spend a Saturday and go make a kid's afternoon and just play games with them, bring, you know, it's just stuff that they do like that that people don't know about or 343 yeah. does with their prosthetic arms for children that they they make fully prosthetic arms that look like Spartan arms for children. And oh, that's cool. It's, that's all, awesome. it's all free. Microsoft backs it with them and they showed us all the prosthetic arms that they had from all the different characters from Reach or ODST or all that. I mean, it was just, it was so cool. And you don't hear about all this stuff that they do for that. And so, like I said, just politicians get involved it's 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 uh it's sad when they say that because they don't know what yeah. what really goes on in that day-to-day -day stuff and you know there's a lot of great people that that work there yeah i i, I hate when 
politicians get involved in any kind of media. Uh, honestly, it just irritates me. Danny, uh, Danny Passion Official with the 50. Thank you, Danny. Wow. Um, he says, hey, everyone. Fonz, not sure what's going on. I just joined. But if uh, is for Fonz, I am sure is for a good cause. Oh, if it's for Fonz, I'm sure it's for a good cause. Oh, thank you very much, man. He says, for Florida government, I've been here 17 plus years uh in florida and this is the worst florida i've ever seen i'm sorry to hear that especially because i'm going to be um probably probably moving to florida very soon um yeah so i might see you out there danny anyways uh it's you know what yeah i i just get tired of hearing politicians talk about gaming and stuff um they've done it in the past quite a bit remember the grand theft auto debacles and stuff and all that yeah, I, you it's know, a scapegoat. I, you're right. They just need to stick to their lane. Um, but anyways, that is the show, Obi. Thank you very much for being here. And thank you guys. Oh, amazing chat today. Uh, you guys didn't have to give anything. You guys didn't, ha you know. I just like you guys to listen to the show. I, I, I love that you guys like to listen to this old guy talk about games every week and hear my guests speak. And I appreciate that. Um, there's nothing better, uh, that I could imagine doing on a Sunday afternoon than coming to do games talk live every week. I get real excited to do it. Um, I prep for the show. I usually, uh, I had other things to throw up on screen and stuff because I like to add a little bit more production value into my show, but because you guys threw me off so many times today with, um, just your love and support. Uh, it's, it's really touched me and caused me just to, uh, think, think about you guys more than the show. And I apologize for that. I, I apologize that I didn't, um, do certain things or, or maybe this wasn't the best show I hosted, but I, again, there's you always awesome next week. Once. Um, and awesome. Obi, I Obi, you did awesome too. I know you haven't done many shows and you've got those nerves as well, but you were awesome today. Thank you for being here, Obi. And, uh, yeah, tell the chat where they can find you, man. Uh, you guys can find me on uh, Xbox Obi on Twitter, um, and then you can find the YouTube link there also. Because I guess some people said you can't actually search me up, um, which is weird. Really? Uh, but I, you, I find you under Xbox Obi. Yeah, um, I think it's just because they're putting the the space there. But yeah, Xbox Obi, all one word um, on YouTube. Um, yeah, this uh, channel. I I've always last two years. I wanted to start make like to make my own channel to have my own voice in the community and. Uh, I, you know, I got my new house and this room and I thought, you know what? And my wife is to thank for a lot of that because she's been pushing me to do it. I've always just been nervous about doing it because it is, it's nerve wracking getting yourself out there. And, uh, with the support of you dealers, Zocker and everybody, it's, it's been fun. Um, I enjoy doing it. Um, uh, that's what it's I, all about, dude. Yeah. It, it, it Don't lose that because the, the enjoyment of making content, of putting yourself out there, even putting your face out there on podcasts like this, it helps because people resonate with your reactions and your, you know, everything you do. And uh, yeah. you feel more, it's more personable, man. It's a lot of people told me that as, as soon as I started doing it, they were like, look, we, we like the fact that we can see how you're animated or what, you know, your reactions live. It's, it's awesome. Like, I'm glad you're doing it. Yeah, man. Uh, then you can find me on Xbox if you want to add me on there. Uh, Xbox I'm Obi, be, right? No, I'm, no? I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it to that. I'm, right now, it's you just uh, Obi-Wan. 
but I, uh, okay. I'm going to make it uh, Xbox OBC. I think I just got to pay that $10 to uh, change it. Just call it la- laziness. I haven't done it yet, but kind of just want to make it, you know, just Xbox OB everywhere. Yeah, um, it's the best way. But yeah, man, I'm super, uh, super excited to do this with you. Um, never my dreams that I imagined I would be here doing with you. Um, but, you know, thank you. And thank you. Thank you, chat, for all the kindness that you've shown Fonz. Um, me and him have talked a lot personally about the stuff he's going through. And so seeing this community have this outpour of, uh, outpouring of uh, support, kind of a tongue twister, yeah, um, really. is, is, is awesome. And thank you, Hargeet, for being a boss. And uh, all, and these all of guys. you guys. And Man. Gaz. And Gaz, Danny, happy, Gaz. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Gaz, guys. Give him a shout out in the chat. Um, what a great person in this community. But Boba yeah, Fett. Man. Yeah, Boba Fett. Boba and Fett's I can't, a great I can't guy. See the... And Focus Active, amazing. Cognito, thank you. Everybody who, who just, again, you guys being here today. Hustle and Motivate was here earlier. D-Batch, Shabs, yeah. Inevitable. Um, Colt was here. Colt. Uh, Jigga J, so many good people that that watch the show. Ash I appreciate Trey. you guys. Yeah, and I I don't want to forget Danny Passion official here says, "Oh, you're moving to Florida. That's dope. Here to support." Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's quite possible I, I'll be moving there. Um, there's only one other place I'm looking at right now, um, and that's because it's where I have family in different areas. Um, so. There you go. That was a good show today. Again, thank you, Obi, for being here. Follow him. I will have links in the description below to his uh, channel. Uh, Go subscribe. Check out Obi. If you're into Xbox, he's got the news for you. Thank you for being here. And until next time, everybody, game on.